Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 60-minute flow class. When you're ready, come on down to your mat and we'll get started. Hey, y'all. It's good to see everyone. Thank you for being here. Let's do a quick sound check. Have you got it? Cool. We're going to start today in Supta Konasana on your back. So when you're ready, come on and lie down. And if you have anything that you would like to let me know via chat, feel free to send me a little private chat. Let me know how your day's going. Let me know how your body's feeling. Let me know what you want to do. We had some requests for core and leg strengthening. We will definitely get that in, as well as some shoulder, neck, hip restoratives. We're in a pretty balanced class today. We had some work, some rest, and a lot of breathing. As you're getting comfortable in your Subtabhadi Kanasana, bring the soles of your feet together and knees out to the side. If you feel a little too much pull there, you might want to put blocks underneath your knees or your thighs. And if Subtabhadi Kanasana is just not for you, if it's really just like, irritating, then take the opposite, do constructive rest with your feet on the floor and your knees together. There's absolutely no need to be irritated by particularly this starting pose. What we're looking to do is open ourselves up. And the posture that we naturally take on in Subtavada is that of just opening up, falling open. You can have your arms in any position you like. If you are you know, just needing to open things up, take them to your sides. Open your palms toward the ceiling or the sky. Let your shoulders spread wide and your shoulder blades just melt into your mat. Let your awareness center on your breath, moving in and out of your body. as your awareness sets to your breath, what do you notice about it? What is it telling you about yourself in this moment? How you are? Whatever it's telling you is good information and therefore good. Even if we notice that we're agitated or we notice that we're fatigued, the information, the knowledge, the awareness is good. And once we know where we're starting, it's like knowing where we are on a map, right? Even the very best map, if you don't know where you are, isn't very useful. Right? And the most basic map when you know where you are is useful. I have a few more moments here to check in.
then start to smooth things out. You're moving your breath under your direction, letting it become more smooth, slower, and more soothing to your nervous system. Once you've got that, right? and it may take a while to get that. So you stay with that if you're still working on like getting your mind to, to come into your breath. Once you've got it, each exhale, press your feet together, draw your abdominals in. Keep a light bit of that as you inhale and expand your rib cage. And then a more definite press of the feet together, and pull the abdominals in with your exhale. If you're in constructive rest pose or you'd like to change to that, totally cool. You'll press your feet into the floor instead. You're getting the exhale to ground you, to center you in. And just start working your legs and your abdominals in conjunction with one another. And then keeping the steadiness as you inhale so that your rib cage can feel like it's floating. The space around your heart lightens up. The muscles of expression and communication in your face, your throat, your arms soften, allowing more space for breath in. Your feet, your legs, your abdominals, press your breath out and get you empty again. Two more of these. Lightening with your inhale. And then clearing out with your exhale. One more. With the exhale, really feel the press of the feet into one another, the triangle of each foot into the triangle of the other. The ball, big toe, ball, the baby toe, center of each heel. Then when you inhale, you're going to let your knees float together and in on towards your chest. Catch your knees with your hands. Rock a little side to side across your low back. Just have general awareness how your low back is at all times. And if anything we're going to do is irritating to your low back, you're going to stop. You're going to go back a step. We're going to do some core work, which can sometimes show up in the low back if we're not aware of how we're moving. So you know, start by floating your knees out over your hips, your leg bones vertical, perpendicular to the floor. And draw your abdominals in. Like what you were holding on your shins was very heavy. Very heavy on your shins. You can use your imagination to whatever it is you want there. Draw your lower abdominals in, navel towards your spine, your lowest rib down to the floor. So you get your whole abdominal wall working to support this right angle at your legs. Have a breath in. Again, you're going to fill your rib cage. Let it expand side to side. When you exhale, flex your feet, press your heels forward, pull your toes back toward you, pull your abdominals in more. 
Next inhale, you're going to extend your arms straight up towards the ceiling so they parallel your thighs. Inhale, draw your arms back toward the wall behind you. They're going to come in line with your eyes thereabouts. Keep your lowest rib on the floor. When you exhale, you're going to curl up, reach your hands toward your knees, maybe toward your feet. And then when you inhale, you're going to roll back down and extend your arms back. They come in line again with just about your eyes. Lowest rib stays down. Curl up, reach for your front wall or your feet, whatever's out there. And then inhale, unroll, bring the back of your head to the mat. Arms to the line of your eyes, thereabouts, lowest rib stays down. One more time, curl up, press all your breath out. As you inhale, you're going to release down, bring your knees in onto your chest, and then have a little rock side to side across your low back. So ideally, that was felt a lot in your abdominal wall and not so much in your low back. If you're feeling it in your low back, we just need to dial things down a little bit. And so you'll go back and really focus in on how you're holding your legs. So if that was enough for your low back and you just don't need to, to work anymore. Go back to the right angle pose. Stay there with the shins parallel to the floor. If you're ready to move on, curl in your nose toward your knees and your knees toward your nose so that you're tucked up tight. Then when you inhale, you're going to press your feet toward the front wall and reach your arms back in that same positioning we had. So head on the mat, arms in line with your eyes. Reach your feet forward, fingertips back. And then curl in. Catching your shins, nose to knees. When you extend out your sacrum level, reach long. And then exhale, curl. And inhale, reach long. Good. And curl. and reach. Good. One more curl in. This time you'll just let your upper body come down to the floor. Take your arms out like cactus. And knees back to the right angles. You move side to side in belly twisting pose, dropping the knees to a side on your inhale. Then exhale, press your lower leg into the upper leg to come back to center. Inhale to the other side. And press the lower leg up into the upper leg to come back to center. Move side to side. Looks like many of you are dodging cats at this point. Good work. It's nice when no kittens or need in the making of the yoga class. Take two more rounds through. Each time you come back to center, you're drawing your lower leg up into inner thigh of the upper leg like you're pressing it back to center again what we're working there is the activation of the legs and the abdominal muscles so that 
We're integrated legs and spine. The spine doing the twisting and the legs assisting that twist. When you're complete with both sides, come back to center, bring your knees in. And hug tight to your body. Nose to your knees and knees to your nose. Curl tightly in. If you like a little rock up and back, the rocking chair style, rock and rolls, you can go for it. If that's not your thing, hands at your sides, press up to seated. We're gonna come around to down dog. Plant your hands about shoulder distance apart. Press your thumb and first finger knuckle down and into the mat. Bend your knees and send your hips up and back. Have your feet about hip distance apart. And you'll set your eyes between your big toes. Just to gaze one point of focus. And then soften it. As you soften your eyes, do your face, your throat. The pocket between your neck and your shoulders. One way to help that along is to really press down through your hands to use the action of the floor to rebound up through your arms, your side bodies, your hip creases. One breath in here. Get you empty through your mouth. Then you'll look forward to your hands, walk forward. We'll take ragdoll. And feet wide, shoulder distance, mat distance apart. Wrap your arms around one another and sway gently side to side. Let your spine find center, let your head drop heavy. Your jaw soften, your eyes soften. Let your arms really slow, hands to the mat or to some blocks. You'll walk your feet together. Press down into your feet, roll up to standing. Lift your chest up and then your arms, mountain pose. We'll go arms wide to keep neck and shoulders soft. When you exhale, bow forward, bend at your knees. When you inhale, lift halfway, flat back. We're gonna walk the feet about hip distance apart. Then step your right foot back into a low lunge. Knee could be up or down. Press your feet into the mat, lift your chest, low lunge. Then hands to your mat, step back, low push up, or you could step to down dog. So you move to low push up, squeeze tight through your legs, draw your abdominals in, those work together. Breathe in upward facing dog and breathe out to down dog when you're empty of breath look to your right hand step your right foot up keep your left knee a little bent as you press your right foot down reach up high lunge then exhale fingertips to the front of your mat step your back foot up feet come together at the center line inhale lift halfway flat back and exhale, fold forward. Press your feet down, inhale, roll up to standing. Your feet press down, abdominals lift up. 
arms spread wide to soften around your neck. Exhale, bow forward. Bend at your knees, send your hips back. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back, walk your feet a bit apart. Then step your left foot back. Knee can be up or down. It's a long, low lunge. You press into your feet to lift your chest and arms up. And hands to your mat. Low push up. Rock forward on your toes. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Breathe out. Down dog. Step your left foot forward. Keep your right knee bent as you press both feet down. Lift up, high lunge. Exhale, fingertips to the front of the mat. Step your back foot up. Feet together. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And bow forward, breathe out. On your inhale, reach up to standing mountain pose. Take sun A, bow forward, breathe out. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, low push up. If you prefer to skip low push ups, you could take a cat cow instead of the push up up dog. Breathe in. Down dog will breathe all the way out. And look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway, press your feet down, draw your abdominals in. Then exhale, fold forward. The abdominals pull your chest towards your thighs. Your head drops last, but it really drops. Press your feet down, rolling up to standing mountain pose. Squeeze your legs, lift your heart, spread your arms. And exhale, fold forward, send your hips back. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. One more round, press down through your feet, draw in through your abdominals as you come and stand. Let your heart lift, your shoulders soften. Bow forward with your exhale, bend at your knees, send your hips way back. Abdominals drawing in, hugs you toward your legs. Halfway lift, the abdominals draw in so that you draw long through your spine. Keep that length, plant your hands, step back. Tighten your legs as you lower, press the floor away. Legs stay tight. Inhale, upward facing dog. And exhale, down dog. We're gonna have a breath here. 
or child's pose if your hands, wrists, shoulders need a break. Empty out. Then look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold down and in. Very end of your exhale, sit your hips as far back as you can. Inhale, Ukatasana, chair pose. Pause here, we'll breathe. Notice what's going on at your jaw, your throat, your shoulders, can they soften? Whatever shape your arms need to take is good here. You can go with the arms reaching forward at the diagonal, right, traditional. You can go with cactus arms or um, the uh, cowboy stick em up arms, sometimes they're called. Uh, we can call them like spaghetti western arms, I guess. Draw your abdominals in, lift your chest up, let your shoulders stay soft, whatever your arms are doing. Have the sense of sitting way back toward a chair that's at the back of your mat, kind of rolling away from you. On an inhale, lift your chest. And with an exhale, bow forward, chest to thighs. Let your head go. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, low push up, or you could step right back to down dog. It's a good place to get back to your breath if you need to find it again. Inhale. And exhale, down dog. We'll step your right foot forward towards your right hand. Turn your back foot flat at the diagonal. Press into your feet. Come up to warrior one. And again, you can have the arms extended. Right, They can go directly over your collarbones. We don't want them any further back than about eye level so that you've got the ability to squeeze your back leg, draw your abdominals in, hug your arm bones in, and feel a really strong line from your back foot up through your fingers. When they get back too far, the chest tends to pop forward. We lose the, the core body centering there. You could also have cactus arms or hands at heart. Press your back foot down and away, squeeze your back leg. Use your front heel to draw you into the pose if you want more, more volume on this. Right? The, the volume knob is your front foot pulling you in. Only so far as the back ankle is comfortable. Yeah, the back hip flexor might not be so comfortable. It might be feeling quite a stretch. Back foot stays grounded. Glute muscle stays engaged, so squeezing bum cheek to the sitting bone. One more breath in here, lift your chest up. When you exhale, hands to your mat, low push up. If you have an exhale, if you don't have an exhale, head back to child's pose or down dog until you catch the breath. Breathe in for upward facing dog. And breathe out, down dog. Take your time. Step your left foot forward. Plant your back foot. Breathe in to reach up. Take your arms overhead or cactus style. Spaghetti Western style. Notice your breathing. Every exhale, press your back foot down, squeeze your back leg, feel the support of the glute muscle, draw your abdominals in. Once you've got that, you know, you got it. If you got it, you start pulling into your front heel, you start making this a little deeper. 
if you start to lose breath, right, ease up on the posture, the structure, make it a little simpler so that you have more function. Right. Yeah, so you start to notice like, what is functional for you. Because right. just doing a lot of stuff isn't necessarily functional. Doing things well, doing things in a manner that makes you feel stronger, makes you feel clear, doesn't hurt you. Small things like that. Squeeze your back leg. Those things help. Pull into your front heel. With an inhale, lift your chest. Make sure you get a breath in. Notice if you're breathing or not. Then exhale, hands to your mat, low push up or down dog. If you notice you're not breathing, head to down dog or child's pose. Get breath in. And breath all the way out. Have breath here. It is totally fine to notice that you're not breathing. In fact, every time you notice you're not breathing, think good, I noticed. It's the only time you can do anything about it. You're empty of breath. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And breathe out, fold down and in. Sunday flow, ukatasana, sit way back, lift your chest. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back, draw your abdominals in, your heart forward. And plant your hands, step back. Low push up, press your hands into the floor, pull your abdominals and your leg muscles up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Step your right foot forward. Plant your feet to reach up, boy one. Then hands to your mat, low push up or down dog. Evaluate how you're breathing, how's that going? Breath in. and breath all the way out. Step your left foot forward. Breathe in to lift up. And exhale, keep pressing your feet into the floor as you bow. Then your hands take over, your legs squeeze tight. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out. Down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. We'll breathe in, lift halfway. And bow forward, breathe out. Again, sunbeam, sit way back, abdominals in, lift your chest, let it float. Bow with your exhale, press your feet into the floor. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, low push up. Keep 
pressing your hands into the floor. Breathe in. And breathe all the way out. Right foot forward. Plant your feet, reach up. Keep pressing your feet down as you take your hands to the mat. Low push up or down dog. Breathe in, upward facing. Breathe all the way out. Press your hands down and forward. Step your left foot forward. Press down through both feet to reach up. Keep pressing into them the whole time, especially as you exhale and fold. Little push up to up dog. Breathe in. Long, slow press to down dog. It comes from your hands and your abdominals. You land about now. Look to your hands, walk or lightly hop to the top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And breathe out, fold down and in. You're gonna walk your feet apart, maybe hip distance, maybe mat distance. And then it's up to you. Either your chest comes to your thighs or it doesn't. If your chest isn't on your thighs, slide your arms or blocks between chest and thighs. But you're gonna have definitely your upper and lower body connected in some way. There's no sunshine between the uh, upper body and the legs. Sunshine all around, but you were folded tight. It doesn't matter if your chest ever touches your thighs. We just want the support structure there so that on your inhale, you can sit back into a squat, press your arms into your legs, lift your chest. Then when you exhale, bow forward, your chest to your thighs or your arms. And then if you want, on the inhale, when you take the squat back, reach your arms forward. When you exhale, chest and thighs come together or your arms between your chest and your legs. You sit back. You can, if you want, reach your arms forward, but you could keep the arms on the legs. And bow forward. Three more like that. Inhale. Dig your heels and sit back, way back, reach forward if you like. And bow chest to thighs, press into the balls of your feet. Inhale, sit back, reach forward if you like. Exhale, bow. One more, sit back low. and bow, release your hands with this one, walk your feet together, and then on your inhale, you're gonna roll up to standing, press your feet down, float your chest up, reach your arms up and wide. We'll take eagle, start with the uh, bear hug eagle, wrap your right arm underneath your left, wrap your right leg over top. Sit as low as you can in your standing leg. Keep the arms kind of simple while you feel the depth of the pose that's possible with your legs. Then move on to the abdominals. And so once you're sitting low, 
draw your abdominals in so that you level your hips. And that way, instead of tipping forward into the pose, you're sitting more upright where the weight of your body is down into your heel. Then if you'd like to intertwine your forearms and lift your elbow points, go for it. Keep sitting low, drawing your abdominals in. So it's foot pressing to the mat, abdominals drawing in. Have a breath. Use the exhale to sit more deeply. And on your inhale, we're gonna unwind, mountain pose, press both feet down. One leg will feel quite different than the other. Just feel where you are. Then wrap the left arm underneath the right. Press your right foot down. Wrap the left leg over top. We'll first start with the depth of the pose in the leg. How far down can you sit? Then notice your abdominals pull them in to bring your spine back into an alignment. Dig your heel in. The right glute muscles were working a lot to keep that in alignment. Heel digging in and spine upright. Then if you want, intertwine your forearms. If you find that hurts your wrists or requires you to grab with your fingers, it's not what you want. A, wrist pain is not what you want. And B, more clenching in your life is probably not what you want. Sit low with an exhale. Let your elbow points lift with your inhale. One more exhale to sit deeply, spread your toes out. Then unwind it, reach up, plant both feet, reach both arms up. And then a little side body opener, press your right foot down. Send your right fingertips way up. You're gonna pull your left arm down into the cactus and breathe through your side body, kind of like you're flossing your ribs. At least that's what my imagination does. You can, maybe you imagine that you have gills or something like that. Taking breath into the rib cage. And it's always going into the rib cage, but working it a little bit more into the right side here. Press your right foot down, keep that action going. You're lengthening your hip down away from the ribs, the ribs up away from the hip. And then come back to center, bring your hands to your heart, pause, and you'll feel the two sides of your body as you breathe. And on an inhale, reach up, mountain pose. Press into your left foot. You're gonna bring your right arm down like cactus or a W arm and reach through your left fingertips up. So you're not so much of a bend, but a lot of lengthening. We're not trying to go too far over to the right side. You want the left foot to go down into the floor. So you spread through the rib cage, get your breath in there. It can help to feel like you're using the right arm, the elbow, getting heavy down. So you press your left foot down. It's going to want to lighten up. Every time we try to reach up with the left arm, the left foot's going to try to help. Press the heel down. Press the ball of the big toe down. Ball of the baby toe down. Move the hip away from the ribs. The ribs away from the hip. One more breath. And then as you exhale, let it float back down. Samastiti, hands at heart center. Have a breath in and a breath out. When you inhale, you'll take your arms up overhead. 
When you exhale, you're gonna bring your right arm down at your side, palm forward, then turn your left palm forward as well. So left arms overhead, palm forward, right arms by your side, palm forward. You're gonna slide your right foot back to rest on its toe, big toe, maybe first and second toe back behind you. Then bend your right knee. Use the hamstring and the glute muscle to pull your heel in toward your bum. You could stay like this and work the strength of the glute muscle, the hamstring. You could also, if you like, catch the foot. Keep the palm rotating out. So you're catching the inner arch of your foot if you can. With your thumb in line with the big toe, your right shoulder moving away from your chest. We're gonna cactus the left arm. Lift your chest up, spread out through your collarbone. If you've got your foot, you're gonna kick it into your hand and press the hand into the foot. Most importantly, press your standing foot down, breathe out and breathe in. Breathe out, press your standing foot down, squeeze the standing leg. Breathe in. Next exhale, keep pressing into your standing foot, slowly unwind the pose to come back. Samasiti, hands at heart center, feel the two sides of your body, your two feet pressing down. Then on your inhale, you reach up and out. Mountain pose. Then the left arm down. You're gonna turn both palms forward so that you're opening the left shoulder away from the chest. And press into your right foot, slide your left foot back to its toe or first two toes. Then use your leg muscle to bend at the knee, heel toward your mouth. Right. To work hamstring, glute strength, stay like that. Ooh, a little more flexibility and a little challenge there with the balance. Catch the foot in your hand. Be sure your palm's turning out to get it. If that's not working so well for you, you could hold the outside of the foot. Be sure the left shoulder is as open as it can be away from the chest. Right arm cactuses. Every exhale, press the floor with your foot, squeeze your leg. Every inhale, let your chest lift up. more breath in, float your chest up while you press your foot down, press the foot into the hand, the hand into the foot. When you exhale, keep pressing your right foot down to the floor so that you can unwind the dancer. Hands to your heart, pause, feel your breath. You press strongly into your left foot. We're gonna slide the right foot up with the knee pointing forward first. So. In the kids class, we call this flamingo pose. You're gonna bring it up only so far that your hips can remain level. So there's a level at which you can bring your foot up, but your right hip lifts with it. Stay short of that. Keep your hips level. If you need to, bring your hands to your hips to be sure that they're staying at the same elevation. Then take the right knee out to the side. For tree pose, arms can be overhead or cactus. Hands are hard if you like. Squeeze your standing leg into the foot, the foot into the leg. You may find that you need to lower the lifted foot again to level your hips. 
if it's a question of whether to level your hips or to keep your foot higher, the, the answer is always level your hips. That allows you to engage most with your legs and your core body. Right? The higher the leg is, the more the hip tips, the less core body you're gonna work. Have one more breath in, squeeze your standing leg, press your foot down as you lift your heart up. And then hands to your heart, foot to the mat as you exhale. Have a breath here. And you'll press your right foot down, slide your left foot up the inner calf, inner thigh. First, make sure that the hips have stayed level. This foot might come to a different elevation. That's perfect, that's totally fine. Turn the knee out to the side. Question is, did that hike your left hip up? If it did, slide the foot back down until it reaches the point at which your hips can stay pretty level. Right? Nothing has to be perfect there, but we don't wanna create that hip hiking action in the body. Most of us don't need a tighter QL muscle in our low back. Most of us would prefer to be able to have like core body strength, leg muscle strength. When the hips are level, foot's a little lower maybe, but you can feel the line from your foot up through your body, right, one connected hole, and you're using a lot of muscular strength to maintain it. Many times if your hips are shifted to one side, it's not quite as muscularly hard. You can go higher, but you're sitting in your joints and your bones. We want to take it into the muscles. Squeeze your standing leg into the lifted foot. Press your foot into the leg. So you press your standing foot into the floor. Lift your heart. Breathe in. Go wide with your arms, wide with your fingers. And then exhale, hands to your heart and foot to your mat. Pause here, squeeze your legs, get a breath. On your inhale, reach up, mountain pose, let things go wide, so your side body lengthens out to your pinky fingertip, maybe up to the corners of your mouth too. Bow forward, breathe out. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, low push-up. Press into your hands, squeeze your legs. Draw your abdominals up and in as you lower. Empty. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Press your hands down, pull your abdominals in to go back. Down dog. Good work. Have breath in. Let it empty. Look through your hands, walk across to seated, come down onto your back. If you have a block, catch it as you go. We'll bring the block between the knees on its medium side. The, the knees hug in, feet hip distance. Right, so we don't want it on the narrow side between the knees. For most of us, that's going to bring our feet too close together. You want your block at a place where it's easy for your knees to stay over your ankles, toes to point straight ahead. We're coming into bridge pose. Walk your feet close to your sitting bones where you can feel the three points of your feet rooting down to the floor. Curl your tailbone in, sacrum up. 
piece by piece, you bring your spine up. Take your arms at your sides, bent at right angles, so that your fingertips point up toward the ceiling. Press your feet down, press your arm bones down, press the back of your head down. See if you can squeeze your shoulder blades underneath you a bit. If that's comfortable, if that works for you, do it. And if it's not, bring it back out. Each exhale, press your feet into the floor. Lift your gluteal muscles toward your hamstrings. So you're using the feet and the glute muscles to lift your hips higher. Same time, use your arms and the back of your head to lift your upper spine up into the back of your heart. Have a breath in. When you exhale, place each piece of your spine down to the floor. Pause right when your hips get just almost to the floor. Just pause right there. Press your feet down. Keep them hovering just for a moment. And then let your hips down too. Pause here. Breathe in. And breathe out. Going up again at the end of your exhale. Feel your feet. Press them down. Let the inhale help you float up. The next exhale, work your feet, your arms, your head down. And breathe here. Every exhale, working the floor. And if you're keeping the three points of each foot down, it'll be pretty steady on the block. You won't have to grip it too hard. For most of us, our, our knees want to roll out in this pose. So keeping the block between the knees helps press into the center of the heel and the ball, the big toe. Arm bones down, could just slide your shoulder blades underneath you a bit more. Like your shoulder blades were lifting up into the back of your heart and serving it upward and toward your face. Have a breath in and then very slowly come down. Take the block out for a moment. You're gonna walk your feet out to the edges of your mat and then let your knees drop side to side, windshield wiper style. Just like you're kind of brushing out anything that is left over after those bridges. Then you're gonna come back to center, bring your feet back to hip distance. If you've got the block, and place it between your knees again and just pause where we are. So take note, how are you feeling? Right. If this is enough, like just like being here, breathing, right. if this is it, stay with this. Right. If you're feeling another bridge, Cool. If you're feeling like a wheel, right, if you want to explore, play with that, plant your hands beside your ears. Right, keep the block. Press your hands and feet down to come up for wheel. Once you're in the pose, that you've chosen three full breaths. Every exhale, press down into the floor. Let your inhale spread you wide. Your next exhale, 
come down slowly to the floor. And I come back to Supta where we started. If you'd like to use the blocks underneath your legs, you can. And if you'd like to place a block underneath your upper body, place it underneath the spot right behind your heart. You can lie back in what we call supported fish pose. The block is lifting your thoracic spine up into your body. The things you want to think about there, consider there. The block is between your shoulder blades, it's not touching your neck, and your neck is comfortable. The only reason to do the draping of the spine over the block is to get more space. If you're feeling that good. I'll have three breaths here. Every exhale, press your feet together, draw your abdominals in. And the inhales, you float, you spread wide. You feel your ribs getting cleared out with the exhale. Filled with the inhale, you're polishing your bones. Next inhale, let your knees float together. If you're on the block with your upper body, you're gonna slide it out from underneath. You may wanna put the block underneath your head for the next few. That can be nice for, for some hip stretching. The first thing you're gonna do is take your right leg up in the air, point and flex your foot, roll the ankle around. And then you'll catch behind your hamstring or behind your calf. It doesn't really matter where you hold on the leg. It does matter that your shoulders, your neck, your upper body feel free. That you're not giving up space in your neck and shoulders to get space in the back of your leg. Draw your abdominals in, press your sacrum toward the floor. That's one way you can work this a little more intensely without creating stress or tension. We often want to pull with our arms, that's just natural. What we could be doing to get more out of these stretches or poses is working from core body. Abdominals in, keep your sacrum planted, only go as far as you can with a leg like that. Move this into a reclined pigeon. If you prefer to take the straight leg variation on the outer hip stretch, just turn your toes out to the corner, move your leg across. Reclined pigeon is crossing your right foot over your left thigh. Bring left thigh in, hold your thigh or your shin with your hands. And you breathe. a great place to stay, but if you want to do a little more side opening, you could release your hands from your legs. Let this whole operation of the reclined pigeon drop over to the left so that you've taken the hips into a twist 
Keep your right arm open on the floor like a wing or a cactus arm. And you hold your right shin with your left hand, pressing your right thigh forward. All good options to get into outer hip. Choose the one that works for you. Breathe there for three. Wherever you are, you can let just dissolve and come back to center. We'll meet up with feet to the floor. Pause for a moment, feel the two sides of you, two hips, two legs, two side bodies. Know what's going on. And take your left leg up and you'll catch behind your hamstring or your calf. Somewhere that you can hold that's not going to interrupt the breathing. Soften your jaw, your throat, the area around your collarbone so that you can have optimal breath. And that optimal breathing is what's going to allow for these muscles to unwind the way we want them to. When the body is not getting enough oxygen, it doesn't tend to, to let go of anything. Right? You start giving yourself a positive feedback loop by letting enough air in, getting enough out. If you want to accentuate what you're doing, Draw your abdominals in, press your sacrum down. One more breath here. And then we'll take reclined pigeon. If you prefer the straight leg version, simply turn the leg at the angle here and move the leg across your center line. Or you cross the left foot over the right thigh and bring the legs in. One reason you might prefer a straight legged pose is if the pigeons irritate your knee, right? then that straight leg with the diagonal turn is the way to go. A little more side body. You let the legs rotate over to the right. Just hold the left foot on the floor. You catch the shin and you press the shin into your hand. And the thigh bone away from you. If you're taking the twist, let both shoulder blades get heavy to the floor. Notice what's going on in your neck. Be sure that it's comfortable if you can. The back of your head rest to the floor. Your nose points straight up. Back of your neck is soft. The nape of your neck is soft. If you need to turn your head to look to one side or the other, do 
keep the back of your neck long. One more breath here. Comb through any tension and then empty it out. With an inhale, let it all dissolve. Make your way back to center, hug your knees in. You're gonna stretch long on your mat. So your legs out in front of you, your arms back behind you. And you'll bring all your limbs over towards the right into banana pose. So catch your left wrist in your right hand if you like a little side bend. You might cross the left foot over the right to have a little more of that kind of bound side bend action. Definitely lengthen through the left side. So it's like you're pressing the ball of your left foot to your front wall or what would be your front wall if you're outside. And then your left fingertips toward your back wall, or your imaginary back wall. And then slowly unfold this, unwind it, and to the other side. So you bring everything over to the left corners of your mat, banana pose. Catch your right wrist if you like. Cross the right leg over. Be sure that how you're holding your wrist is gentle. Again, it's easy to get into pulling ourselves. Instead, we really want the right side to reach long through the right fingertips, through the ball, the right foot. Let your breath fill your lungs, spread your side body. Your ribs also the side between your ribs and your hips, it spreads out with the inhale. And you feel a grounding through your hips, your shoulder blades with your exhale. Next inhale, you're gonna let that dissolve, come back into your center. Pause here with arms and legs extended. Have a breath. And then as you're ready, let your body release into Shavasana. Have any finishing poses you like before relaxation. And then let yourself go. Really go. The floor holds you up. The ground below the floor holds the floor up. The world might spin madly on but you're here now and you can rest. Enjoy it as long as you can. When you're ready, you can reawaken yourself slowly and return to the world out there. Give yourself some time and space. Treat yourself well. Until next time, namaste.